Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, hello, everybody, my Bravo Believers and my Bravo Yinzas. And welcome to another episode of Bravo East Coast Housewives. This is your girl, Kim. And if you haven't listened to the show before, welcome. And if you've been here ever since I started, welcome back, bitches. Yes. You know that I love you. And I'm so appreciative that you guys give a shit about this podcast because it makes me feel good because I like doing it. So yes, Yins, guys, it's another Tuesday, April 13, and I have to say, I don't know, I just feel, I feel a little out of it. It's a little overcasty today, a little bit of showers here up in the Pittsburgh, but I just feel not super enthused about a lot of things at the moment, and I don't know if you guys feel that way too, I'm assuming that you do. Uh, I feel like a lot of us have been feeling that way every now and again since the quarantine thing happened. Now all of a sudden the dog is barking upstairs, so there's that all is well. Sure, sure. Yes, yes. Kiki, you know what I'm saying. Also too, I was looking up different shit going on within the Bravo sphere as I do And I have to say, I don't think I really saw a lot of shit that is a thousand percent worth mentioning except for one thing. And her name rhymes with the claw. (laughs) So we're going to go to what the Bravo with only one main subject. And again, it rhymes with the claw. Do you guys ever see Liar Liar with Jim Carrey whenever he did the claw? The claw's going to come after you just made me think of that. All right. So what the Bravo, here we go. So yes, what the Bravo rhymes with the claw. Can anyone say Jen Shaw or the Shamanator, like the Terminator Shamanator? That was kind of stupid. I saw on a friend of mine, uh, David Yontef's Behind the Velvet Rope podcast, right? I saw (laughs) he said on his post, he said (laughs) that she got Sharested. Oh my God, that made me laugh. Good chuckle, chuckle. Yes, yes, yes. She's been sharested. Hashtag that shit. So, Jen Shaw, we all want to know is this bitch going to be fired because she got arrested? Is Bravo going to fire her? We've obviously seen if we follow all of our Bravo liberties, like, I mean, I know I follow most of them. I actually don't follow Jen. I don't follow her, but I have seen the shit that she has been posting because I've been slightly curious about it. She has been posting pretty actively on her Instagram ever since the whole arrest thing shenanigan went down. And I don't know, for some odd reason, she can't really read the room, honey. Honey, you gotta read the room, okay? Maybe you shouldn't be doing all the Instagram, the Facebook shit. All Maybe you should just tone it down a bit, okay? Put that extra shit. You left it with the Real Housewives Salt Lake City season one. Maybe that's where it should stand forever. I'm not really sure, but I will probably do that just for now to see what the fuck's going on here. A source did say, I read this somewhere, I think it was a reality blurb, I, I believe, the website. I did read that she 
Jen, she is making it clear that she still wants to continue filming for the second season of R-H-O-S. Wow, that's fucking hard. (laughs) R-H-O-S-L-C. I'm such an idiot. Okay, so she still wants to continue filming. Other sources have also said that her lawyer is kind of saying, hey, Jen, maybe you shouldn't be doing that shit. You kind of have some serious stuff going on. You gotta lay low, honey. But no, this bitch doesn't want to do it. She wants us to know what the fuck's going on in her life, how her hair is, all this kind of shit. She's just trying to do Jen Shaw. She's trying to shaw it up. So that's what she's doing. People are also saying, I'm not saying it's the truth. I'm not saying it's Bible. You know, this isn't the Kardashian session here. Um, People are saying that they did catch this moment on camera. So my question is, bravo. Are you going to air that moment? Are you going to air when she gets arrested? We've seen her coming out of, what was it, the courthouse or some shit? We saw her come out of there. We didn't necessarily see her get arrested, but the camera crew was there. All of the women were like, what the fuck is going on? I don't know what's going on. Blah, 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 blah. So what do Yin's guys think? Do you think that they'll show it this season? And also, furthermore, that was like extra ad lib there. Come on, Kim. Do you guys think that they will do a full season two of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City? Or... Depending on the ratings, do you think it's to shit? Because there's other talks going around in the Instagram world. Real Housewives of Nashville? Like, what the fuck? Would you guys want to see Nashville? I'm still like, hello, honey. Chicago, where the fuck are you at? Okay, that's all I'm saying. Chicago, yes. (sighs) But I probably watch Nashville. So Bravo is also anticipating that if they do show this on the show, they are anticipating like skyrocket reviews and ratings like a motherfucker. So it's going to be intense. There's going to, that will probably be like the number one housewife show for like a hot second because I don't know, maybe we just want to see her get arrested. I mean, that's kind of sad to say. It makes for good TV. So I'm assuming whenever you're watching it, or at least for me, When I would watch it, if this does go down, when I would be watching her get arrested, I would just be thinking, holy shit, that's serious. And then in my mind, I would be like, this isn't real. It's just a TV show. But bitch, it's real. So that adds another dimension to it. And then I'm like, I don't know if I do want to see it, but I secretly want to see it. I have so many emotions. It's ridiculous about this whole thing. It is still also known to be unclear if Jen will finish off the season. My prediction is we will see her get arrested just because I know like they'll make a lot of fucking money from that. I have to say it's all about business. I mean, if you think about it at the end of the day, let's just be fucking real. So I think that they'll show that. I think after we see Jen get arrested, we might see some things of her doing shit and then I think she'll be gone And then I think the ratings will drop because I don't think the rest of the cast is strong enough to carry it to where people would want to watch because Jen was just like, holy shit show all the time. That's why people wanted to watch, see how the fuck she was acting that day. That, those, that's my opinion, as Tamara Judge would say. Uh, I'm almost already going to say, you know what, gals, you had a good run because I feel like that's where we are. I mean, hell, if that ends up being canceled, 
they're going to try to get the Vanderpump kids to like start some shit again because restaurants are starting to open up. But you know that that shit's going to be a shithole too. Like that's just, you know, we got to move on. We got to think of new ideas. Maybe Real Housewives of Nashville, maybe we should try it. Why not? But forget Nashville, forget Salt Lake, forget New York. Although New York, fucking May 4th. Yes, 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 honey. Oh my God, I'm so excited. But before we go back to New York, right, because we've missed them so, we're going to do Jersey. My Jersey gal pals, the peeps, yes, here is the main event of our previous episode of New Jersey Housewives. So this episode really pulled at the heartstrings for me. There was a lot of stuff that happened before. Okay, so this whole episode for me was all about Nona and Nono uh, and their celebration of life. I think really it was for Nono because they didn't have time. Because of COVID, they didn't really have the proper funeral service and everything that they wanted for him. So, but Nona was included, which was beautiful. So that was the whole episode for me. Of course, there was shit that happened beforehand. So we're going to get into it. Uh, <laughs> We begin, yes, we do. We begin at Dolores's shore house and the Gorgas shore house. They're getting ready. They're all getting ready to go get some brunch. You know what I mean? I just ate, but I really would love a French toast. Like, holy shit. So before they're going out and they're getting brunch together, Melissa and Joe are talking about, this is before they leave for brunch. They're talking about the upcoming evening for the celebration of Nono. And basically... Melissa then asks Margaret if she'll be okay that Jennifer will be going to dinner with them because we saw previously that Jennifer made this big stink about Margaret sleeping with her boss and then Margaret's like, what the fuck? He was a power of authority and I was like a 22-year-old girl and like blah, 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 blah. All that shit happened. We saw it. Fiasco. Okay, done. So of course, you know what? Margaret, she's a badass bitch. She can handle Jennifer. Are you kidding me? She can handle her. Like, Margaret versus Jennifer, Margaret's always going to be on top because she just knows her shit. She's a badass bitch. So I'm Margaret all the way. And just looking at my notes here, they were going to dinner. They weren't going to brunch. So Kim, what the hell is wrong with you? (sighs) Sorry, guys. It's my notes. Didn't take them properly. Let me try that again. So they're going to dinner. Motherfucking dinner. Give me a steak. You know what I mean? So it's funny to me that the boys and the girls seem to be divided because the restaurant that they went to, they were like, we can't seat more than eight to a table. Ha ha. Okay, cool. So it was boys versus girls. I love that shit. That was great. And you know what? The men in their mind and even out loud, they're like, oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We don't have to be sitting by the women like, holy shit. There's always something going on with them. They are so right with that. And we've seen it episode after episode year after year, season after season. So while they were all at the dinner tables, they were like, hey, what's going on for the next day? What are we going to be doing? This is at the boys table. Okay. The boys table. Joe was saying, we're going to go on the boat tomorrow. We're going to have some lunch. We're going to do all this shit. And then we're going to come back and then they're going to come back from doing the boat thing. And then they're going to have the celebration for no, no. So after they discussed that, the men raised their glass and they gave a toast to the ladies because they saw, holy shit, our wives are getting along. This is a miracle. This hasn't happened maybe ever since the season started. (laughs) So they're like, cheers to the women, blah, blah, blah. And then what happens? Melissa comes in and says, 
hey guys, why don't you buy us women drinks? Like, hello. And then after Melissa says that, Joe's like, no, 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 no. Y'all are independent now. You don't need us men. So he's kind of, he's kind of getting a little attitude there. I think, uh, it's a joke, but aren't jokes maybe 50% of the time true with whoever said them? That's what I think. I think that is true. Or was it 90%? I can't remember. But there is a percentage. So he's joking about the independence of the ladies when I think deep down he's like, what the fuck, Melissa? I still can't believe you're not just staying at home for me and just watching the kids and then just feeding me dinner, all this shit, 1950, whatever. Like, get over yourself, Joe. Okay. And then with him doing that, in my mind, I was like, holy shit, are there skeletons in their closet, Melissa and Joe's, that we don't know about? Is it going to come in fruition throughout the rest of the season? I am concerned. I need to know. Tell us right now. So as soon as the dinner ends, everyone is going back to their vehicles, which is really just two vans. You know, they always do that shit. So you got the Gorga household, people that are staying with the Gorgas in one, and then you got the Catania household in the other. And I don't know why I found this bizarre. Joe is like, Melissa, you're not going to wait for your husband? And she's like, no. And I, <laughs> he got like pissed off from that. The way that he slammed the car door, I'm like, bro, you really need to take a Xanax. As Ramona said, calm down. Take a Xanax, calm down. It was insane to me. Why did he act like that? That was weird. What are you trying? Like, you're acting like a five-year-old. Even Melissa said, you're kind of having a hissy fit. You are a spoiled little brat. You're used to getting everything your way. What the hell? And then he just literally lets out the dirty laundry that he has on Melissa in front of Jackie, in front of, was Evan there? I think Evan was there. Yeah, in front of Evan, in front of Margaret, and in front of Joe B. He's releasing all of this frustration, okay? He's saying, I think you changed. You changed. A little bit of success goes to your head. You're not the same Melissa as you were before. What? Ever since she started the business at Envy, you think that she is a changed woman? Well, she is. I mean, for the better, in my opinion. But then you see Melissa say on her confessional, she's like, you know, I have to go to these appearances and I have to go to these red carpets. And I'm like, okay, calm down. Yes, you have to do appearances, but like the whole red carpet thing, you're not an Oscar actress, okay? Just like calm. Slow your roll, honey. You're there, but you're like, not Jennifer Lawrence, okay? You're not Charlize Theron, okay? Just calm yourself down, okay, honey? <laughs> now, when Joe is saying all of this in the car, you got badass bitch Margaret. Joe, you know she loves you. She's like obsessed with you. Like, what the hell, Joe? <sighs> Margaret, that was probably not the best time to interject, but I appreciate your effort, and I would say you get a bronze medal from me. So, yes, good for you. The weird thing that Joe said in the car that I did not like was whenever he looked at Melissa and he said, be careful what you say, because I'll never talk to you again. Dude, you're getting so, like, your panties are getting so up in a bundle because she didn't wait for your ass to walk to the car. You need to go to therapy because you got to work on that shit. You have some huge insecurity issues for whatever reason, because we've seen forever now that you guys are obsessed with each other. What the fuck happened? Like, calm down, Joe. (sighs) 
Listen, I love Joe Gorga. I really, really do. Maybe not as much as Frank because Frank is my dude. Yes. But Joe just needs to chill the fuck out. So whenever Joe and Melissa go back into the house after he does his little temper tantrum at five years old, Melissa goes upstairs because she doesn't want to deal with him. I don't blame her at all. So then everyone else comes in the car or then everyone else comes into the house because they're all like, what the fuck just happened? I'm very confused. This was really uncomfortable car ride, but uh, whatever. It's not the first time we saw some awkward shit with these people, whatever. So they go inside. Everyone's looking where they are. They think that they're outside in their little porch area where the pool is and shit. (laughs) And then Margaret's like, ciao, where's Melissa? And then Melissa's upstairs. (laughs) And then Margaret just looks at Joe, her husband, and says, Joe, go outside. I just, <laughs> I just love it. I love it so much. So then what happens? You still have a boys and girls division here. The boys are downstairs outside and the girls are upstairs and they're both talking about this shit. Joe's saying she's changed ever since she became a successful businesswoman. She just changed a little bit, just a little bit. And he's upset about it. This totally reminds me too. Do you guys remember in school, whenever you were at a school dance and you had the girls on one side and the boys on the other side and you're like, what the fuck do we do? Am I supposed to go over there? Are we supposed to not talk to each other? Like, I don't even know. This is what it feels like. These grown ass adults are making me feel like I'm in sixth grade again and going to my first school dance. I mean, it's hilarious. It's great for TV, and I enjoyed every second of it, and I was also judging it at the same time. (laughs) When Joe was in one of his confessionals, he was talking about how the way that he saw his parents' relationship, because they were so devoted to each other, he saw that for himself and Melissa, and I think because now that she has envy, I guess she's not really as what he would say, the way that his parents were, I guess. So my whole thing is love can be like what your parents had, Joe, but it's going to be different because they were loving each other at a different time period as far as society. Society is so different now in 2021, and there is a way that you can get that same type of love But I think it's just going to be different under the circumstances of what the fuck is going on in the world today. There's just so much stuff. Everything. Well, I mean, I wasn't born back in that day, but like I was born in the 80s. So what the fuck do I (laughs) like? What do I know? Okay, but I just think that you will be able to love someone and be devoted to them just as much as, you know, someone back in the day, back in the 50s or whatever. That's fine. It's just going to be different because the times are different. That's my story. That's my dissertation that I don't have a degree in. So don't listen to me. (laughs) So whenever Joe comes back in the room after the girls are still talking about him in his room, essentially, He's like, all right, I want to go to bed. I don't want to talk about it. So they didn't resolve anything, even though he looked at Melissa and said, I think you just changed a little bit. So that was pretty heavy. I mean, I I really love Joe and Melissa together. So I would be really, really upset if something were to really happen. Now, we go to the next day and Joe and Joe, <laughs> Joe squared, they're outside by the pool and Joe B's trying to talk to Joey, Juicy Joe. No, not Juicy Joe. Fuck Juicy Joe. He's Judice. We don't we don't we don't want him here. So Joe B is talking to Joe G. 
And he's like, you know what, man? Last night, it was kind of intense. Like, you and Melissa just need to talk it out. It's really not that serious. So they all go back inside. Melissa's there. She just came back from going on a bike ride on the Jersey Shore because that's what she did when she was little, whatever, to clear her head. Good for you. Yay. And then Joe G apologizes to everyone and said, hey, I want to apologize for what happened yesterday, blah, blah, blah. And then Margaret's like, let's leave them alone. Let's have them have a chat. So they go outside and then you have Joe and Melissa together and they're basically talking about what happened, but they didn't really squash it yet because it's kind of a heavy subject, but also at the same time, the celebration of Nono is later on that evening. So they're like, let's just put this to bed right now. We'll come back to it. I don't want anything to be negative through this whole thing. I want it to be a happy, memorable, loving celebration. So they both apologize. They're going to put it to rest. And I also didn't know that they've been married for 16 years. That's a long time. I mean, people think it's a long time if you've been married for two years at this point. I mean, I guess that's a thing. So 16 years, I say kudos to you guys. And I have faith in you. And you give us something to look forward to for those who aren't married. So thank you for that. And then we have everyone going on their boat rides to go get some food And what happens when Joe is driving the ship, a.k.a. boat, right? He looks at everyone and says, hey, me and Melissa had sex. Ha ha ha. Oh, congratulations. The P in the V. Good job. Yes. So he had to make that announcement so he could feel a little bit more secure about himself and his marriage. I find that a little odd, but you know, do you, Joe? And if that made you feel good, I applaud you for it. Yes. And then we get to the brunch spot. Evan and Teresa are talking. It seemed like they're pretty cool. You know, everything's good now. It also seems like Evan really didn't give a shit as much as Jackie did say that he did with the whole rumor thing. Why? I'll tell you. (laughs) He said that he dated a lot of women internationally. So during the conversation, I, I can't remember exactly what they were saying, but he said, oh yeah, I date a lot of women internationally and, um... I guess I'll have to meet some of my kids. LOLOL. What does that mean? Jackie, he's making a joke of the rumor. I don't think he took it as serious as you. I thought that was funny. I thought that was great that Evan had a sense of humor about it. That made me like him even more. I've always liked him, but maybe just because it's this season since we haven't really seen him much and we just hear about all this shit with Jackie and the rumor. He's just been a little bland to me but with him saying that it made me like him better and I want to see more of him with the guys because those assholes need their own show okay I mean assholes in a nice way not a mean way we get to a point during the brunch that they're talking about the Joe and Melissa situation for a hot second and eventually you see Teresa in her confessional saying you know Melissa you really need to be appreciative of what Joe is giving to you because not a lot of men do that. Which, yes, Teresa, I do agree with you there. I, I you definitely do have a point. I don't, I don't think I've seen a lot of guys on TV that are like that with their ladies. So what Teresa said was a thousand percent true. So Melissa, definitely pay respect to her on that because she has a point. Now, eventually, Joe and Frank, Joey and Frankie, they leave the table for something, okay? 
Joe's cell is constantly going off. Like, brr, brr. Melissa's looking over and she's like, who the fuck is this person? And then she sees Giselle, the realtor. Not Giselle Bryan, honey. Giselle, the realtor. Who the hell is this bitch? Right? What is going on here? Okay, so Joey comes back. And this bitch is still calling and calling and calling, but the camera cues to Frankie all the time. And we're like, what the hell? And then, you know what? He thinks that he can play his wife, but he can't. Melissa figured it out. She's like, you're trying to prank me. You're trying to make me feel like Joe's cheating on me by doing this shit. You can't play a player, okay? You can't do it. So... At least with that, with Melissa admitting that she was a little nervous, made Joe feel good inside, made him feel like, yeah, she still wants me. You know how he says it in like the 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 Guido way, as the Jersey Shore kids would say. Uh, so I thought that was really cute. But yeah, sh- you couldn't get one past her. Okay, Joe, nice try. And then the brunch is over. Everyone travels back to their houses getting ready for the evening for the celebration of Nono. Evan leaves after the brunch because he needs to get back to the house while everyone else is getting ready. We see that the event is happening at Melissa and Joe's shore house. And I just have to say, all the ladies, I love that everyone was in white. I loved that all of the ladies brought their A-game in their apparel, if you will. They looked fabulous. They looked gorgeous. Yes, loved every second of it. Seeing all the photos and the paintings and just how the whole thing was set up with the pictures. It was absolutely heartwarming and it was such a great moment of closure, not only for the family, but also for us as the viewers. And if you think about it, they will have these memories documented forever because of the show. And I know just by seeing different interviews, people are like, yeah, well, you know what you're getting into for a reality show. Like you get the good moments and then the bad moments. This is clearly a good moment for them because they will always have certain episodes where they can turn back and see, oh, that was my nono and that was my nona. And it's just really, really lovely. And that makes me happy. So I thought it was really, really cute. And the paintings were beautiful. Jennifer and Bill brought a painting of nona and nono to Joe, Melissa, and Teresa. It was a thoughtful, beautiful gift. Definitely got me some tears in my eyes. You know what I mean? And then we see Jennifer kind of reflecting on her confessional that she was like, I really know what her parents meant to her and Joe and etc. And it just makes me wish that things were good with my parents because they're still here. So hopefully because of that realization that she had, hopefully she'll be able to see and kind of fix certain things that are going on with her relationship with her parents. I'm crossing my fingers for that because I do like her parents. I think they're super cute, even though her mom's a little crazy, but she's just super old school. She just needs to update with the times, you know, but I know it's hard for people to change. So then we see Dolores seeing little Frankie come to the uh, the celebration. And I'm sorry, can, can anyone tell me when she said, oh, my uterus hurt, and then she just laughs like crazy, and then little Frankie comes over and gives her a hug? Did I miss something? Please tell me if I missed something, because she was just like, ah, Frankie, my uterus. <laughs> I don't get it. Please inform me. I feel like I missed something within the episode. Did I not hear something correctly? I need a guide. Someone hit me up in my DM or something and let me know if I missed something, because I feel like I did. 
So then by the end of the night, everyone is gathering together. Joe's like, we have some words to say. So Joe's saying some words about his mom and dad and then Teresa and then Gia. And oh my God, when Gia got up there and she spoke about her grandfather, I definitely cried. I I lost it. I mean, with her saying as your first granddaughter and you, you were my best friend. Oh my God. It was heart-wrenching. It really was. It was such a moving moment. It was a beautiful moment for the family. And, oh my God, did you guys see the two swans whenever they were like flicking the shit in the water? I don't know what it was. I I would think petals, but I'm not really sure. And you saw two swans there and they weren't put there on purpose. They just sort of showed up. I'm just saying, I think miracles do happen. I do believe in that shit. And I do feel like that was probably like the spirits of Nona and Nono. I'm just saying. I thought it was so cool. Great moment. And then the last thing as far as tying family together, whenever Joe was expressing to everyone about family and all this stuff, and he was like, you know, my father looked at me and said after he was gone, well, like before he left, right? He looked at me and said, take care of your sister. Oh, right to the heart. I literally just did like the whole Celine Dion thing to my heart. You know what I mean? Heart felt. That was real. I believe it. I thought that was such an amazing moment. Ugh. It was a beautiful episode. It was a beautiful episode at the end. Middle episode with Melissa. It was kind of funky with Joe, but it ended super well. I really enjoyed it. The next episode we see could there be love in the air for Teresa and will Jennifer's parents issues be resolved are they going to be in the forefront of the episode I don't know and then why the fuck is Dolores crying we see her cry I want to know what happened Frank it better not be you because I'm going to be really disappointed and then are Melissa and Joe really are they on the rocks with each other with the marriage Hmm, I'm curious. So that's what we have to look forward to this week. I'm so excited. But beforehand, we're going to go to the Dueling Diva because guess what? It's not Jackie and Teresa anymore because they resolved their shit. So here we go. Dueling Diva. Support for our podcast is brought to you by Just Live, a trusted source for high quality wellness CBD products created by athletes just for you. And these athletes are Clay Thompson, Alex Morgan, Travis Pastrana, and Paul Rodriguez. And they wanted to create a CBD product that they could trust and that they could stand behind. They have six different flavors, including sleep, energy, focus, immunity, calm, and vitamin C, which we all want every single day. They are vegan and low sugar, and I highly recommend you giving these a try, especially the sleep and the focus one. So right now, if you buy one of the new gummy products, you get one free. There are six different benefits to choose from, and instead of just choosing one, visit justlive.com and use code SUPPORT to buy one and get one free. That's buy one and get one free at justlive.com. Use code SUPPORT. So, if you guys could guess, I'm assuming you're right. It's Jennifer and Margaret. So we have Jennifer talking to Teresa as far as dating a man and all this kind of shit and how things can work out well. And I think Jennifer said something like, well, you don't want to curse at him. Like, you don't want to yell, you know, curse words to him. And then Margaret comes in, honey, and she says, 
Do you think Joe should leave me because of the way that I spoke to him? She definitely doesn't sound. That was a really bad one. But Jennifer's like, uh, yeah, that's a red flag. Holy shit. Okay. And then Jennifer's like, you're not a stranger to meanness, Marge. Okay. First of all, meanness, seriously, get a dictionary, calm down. I don't think that's a word. Meanness. No, it's not. What the fuck? So you find out that Jennifer thinks that Joe B should essentially leave Margaret because Margaret just had some more. I mean, she was reactive. She she was being reactive with the situation. I think Jennifer needs to calm down. And also, too, relationships work differently for everyone. If that works for Margaret and Joe B, let them do their shit. Jennifer, if you don't like to do that, don't do it and then stay out of it. That's all I have to say. But really, that's the only dueling diva that I have for this week. Everything else is pretty, I mean, you could say dueling diva, Melissa and Joe, but I'm not going to say that because Joe isn't a diva. He's a diva. So there's that. Let's go to the weekly shade. (laughs) So this weekly shade, some of it does tie in to the dueling diva with Jennifer and Margaret. So for instance, that whole, you curse at your husband, whatever, that's one. But also too, when Margaret is looking down on Jennifer about being that stay-at-home wife that she is, which first of all, Marge, you're out of line. You know it, or at least I hope you know it, whatever, but you should. And with Jennifer saying, well, I thought you were kind of trying to sex it up with your boss. I mean, you wrote it in your book. So that was kind of a low blow and that wasn't right. So that kind of ties in with the dueling diva. Yes. And also <laughs> when Margaret says, why don't you just listen to the audio, Jennifer? Just listen to the audio book because she doesn't think that Jennifer's going to read. <laughs> and then Jennifer's like, I can read Marge. I thought that was cute. Yay. And after the whole Melissa and Joe thing that happened when they were like bickering, right? Margaret says to Jackie and her husband and Margaret's husband, (laughs) she's like, I love Joe, but he's like caveman style. He so is like too old school, man. You're too old school. That was shade, but it's like truth shade, truth juice, as they would say. And I thought that was 100% accurate. Another weekly shade moment that I enjoyed was Frank and Joe doing the punking of Melissa about the Giselle, the realtor, phone calls. I thought it was fun. I thought it was cute. After everyone finds out that it was a joke from the jokesters, from the pranksters, good old Bill Aiden, okay? I love Bill too. I, he, he comes in, I think, at the best moments just because you don't expect it and you kind of love it because you don't expect it. So after everyone finds out that they were joking, Bill comes in and he says, I told these two idiots that they would never be able to pull one over Melissa. The way that he said it was a lot cooler than the way that I said it. But I just wanted to highlight that moment because I think Bill Aiden needs more screen time because I think he has a lot to say. And I think he could give us a lot on camera where we could enjoy it and just idolize it forever. So there's that. Finally, we're going to go to the quote of the week. I have a few different quotes. Some of them are cute. Some of them are like, eh, but I felt like I needed to say it. So I have, how many do I have here? I have five. Okay. Here's the first one. It's from Margaret, my girl, (laughs) about Jennifer, of course. And she says, I have never met anyone with diarrhea of the mouth like Jennifer. 
I thought that was fun. Yay, Margaret. So true. I'm still missing personally. What does she say? Uh, I'd I'd rather cut my toes with a Cuisinart. Is that what she said? I'd rather cut my toes with a Cuisinart than hang out with Jennifer. Love that. That was, I love that, as Lisa Barlow would say. Last season was cool. It was kick-ass. So, all right, next quote. (laughs) Joe Gorga to Joe B., after Margaret does the whole yelling and all this shit, whatever. And Joe says, you wear the G-string and she wears the pants. That was fun. I like that too. <laughs> Another one from Joe Gorga. Ooh, I think this isn't like funny, but I do feel like it was important enough to say and to include in the quote of the week because I think it's very true, even though I'm not famous, whatever. But I do feel like it could be true. So he says... I call fame the devil. The devil comes into the soul and you forget who you really are. Damn. That was pretty insightful. It was very profound, but not really. But it was it. It was it. Let that sink in to all you Bravo celebrities that are probably not listening, but you should be listening. (laughs) Take that in, honey. Let that sink in your brain. Now, we got another one from Teresa. This was cute. It's very, uh, what do they say nowadays? It's very on brand for her right now. It's very on brand. She says, maybe someone will suck my lemons. I feel like she sounds like a child sometimes when she speaks. So maybe someone will suck my lemons. Oh, no, no, no. She said, maybe someone will want to suck my lemons. Well, I guess someone did because now she's dating that dude. I forget his name. We'll see it because we'll we'll see her end up dating him on the show. Last one. <laughs> I, I This one isn't funny. It's funny to me. It's just when Margaret talks about the charcuterie, she says, this is a gorgeous charcuterie board. It just cued my history to Southern Charm with Landon and Craig and fucking Austin I wonder when Winter House is coming out. I have seen, before I started recording, I was on my Instagram and I saw that Austin went back to Charleston, but he also has Paige and Sierra with him. So I'm curious as to what the dealio is. And also too, people are all like, what is the deal between Paige and Carl? Are they together? I don't think they're together. I think they're just trying to put it all for the show because we just saw this past episode about it. So, but I am digressing from the quote of the week. Now, my number one, I would say, I mean, if we're talking real truthful, in-depth quotes, it would be Joe's. But I think if we're just talking fun shit I would say Margaret I have never met anyone with diarrhea of the mouth like Jennifer that would be my quote of the week and then yeah there's that so I do have to say I am hoping that the quotes will get better I feel like they're subpar right now I definitely feel and maybe it's just because Danielle was on last season but I definitely feel like we had better last year Like, we had better quotes last year. So I'm really hoping that our Jersey girls can step up their game. And as far as New York, May 4th, may the 4th be with you. Is that what they say? May the 4th be with you. I I know that they put out the trailer. And I think I saw, I think I got something too in my email because I'm a Bravo insider. You know what I mean? 
So they're showing us a sneak peek, but I'm not, I didn't really check that out yet. It might just be the trailer. I'm not sure, but you know what? I'll just shut the fuck up and I'll go check it out. And then with Summer House, Luke is all good with everyone now. Yay. Good for you. Um, I don't watch Below Deck yachting the sailing yacht. I'm just not into it. Dallas is boring. Real Housewives of Atlanta has fallen off the grid for me right now. Um, I'm sure I'll get back on that on that again eventually. I don't know why. I'm just like not feeling it right now. So Beverly Hills, they didn't really put out a date yet on when Beverly Hills will be premiering. At least I haven't seen that yet, but that's going to be coming. And oh, also too, rumor has it, rumor has it, Teddy Mellencamp, Teddy, boring Teddy Mellencamp might be switching over to the Real Housewives of Orange County. What do you guys think of that? I personally think it would be a great fit. I think she would get along better. I I think she'd be able to bring more to the table if she was in Orange County rather than Beverly Hills. I think the Beverly Hills women were a little bit too, way too superficial for her to really have a good friendship with, I guess. And because our Orange County ladies are a lot more laid back than the Beverly Hill ladies. Beverly Hills. Blah, blah. I think it would be a good fit. So let me know your thoughts. Comment them on my Instagram posts. Let me know what you think. DM me. Please follow me on Instagram. Uh, my handle is at Bravo Yinzer. Yinzer spelled Y-I-N-Z-E-R. And follow us at Believe Podcasts and at Believe Pop Culture. That's Believe, B-L-E-A-V, And thank you so much for listening to the show. And you know what? If you like the show so much, please get the word out. That's how we get bigger. Tell your friends, tell your family, all that kind of stuff. We want to make this as big as possible, especially me because I like talking about it. I want to get more involved with you guys. Don't don't be afraid to reach out to me. I love to hear what you're thinking, whether you like it, whether you don't like it. It could get beautiful. It could get ugly. Well, we don't want it to be that ugly, but I'm open to talk to you. Rate and subscribe on iTunes, your Apple Podcasts. Give me the five-star rating. I love to see those ratings. Please let them come in. Even if you want to give me a one, what the fuck? Whatever. Do it. But give me five. And also, please write a review. I really would love to know what you guys think of the show. So thank you guys for listening as usual. I think you guys are kick ass. And thanks for coming week after week. Have a fucking fabulous week. And I will catch you guys next Tuesday. Save big money now on new siding from LP Smart Side at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre-finished engineered siding. It's durable and includes a Sherwin-Williams factory finish paint warranty that means no painting for years to come. View our entire selection of siding from LP Smart Side today. And don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.